I just want to take some time and just exhort you for a few minutes this morning. Is that all right? Amen. Back in, uh, on my way up here yesterday, so I was driving through the rain, through the snow. <laughs> I was going to get here, don't you know? Anyhow, so I was driving up yesterday. I had, I had a message outlined that I was going to do, and I was excited about ministering, amen, this morning. And just on the way here, amen, the Lord started just dealing with my heart about some things that I have been ministering on for a little while now, and, and I don't know if you ever argue with the Lord. Thank you, one honest person in the room. I appreciate that, brother. Amen. We're going to make it to heaven, but we're going to pray for everybody else. All right. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I was kind of having a conversation with the Lord. It's just like, Lord, now you, you're giving me this message, you know, and that's what I want to carry right now. I feel like it's fresh from you, and that's what I want to preach tomorrow. Hello. And he said, well, you can do it by yourself if you want to. So I said, all right, you know. <laughs> Let me jump on over here where, I, where I'm at. But, in, 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 you know, sometimes you, you, you talk about certain things and you feel like, you know, people already know. Hello? Can you give me a good laugh? Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. I know she's your girl, right? Amen. But she's going to help me out a little bit this morning. All right. Amen. And you can join in anytime. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Well, you know, you feel like people have certain things. And it's just like, we don't want to rehearse this again just to rehearse it. But it needs to be living. I mean, the word of God is quick and it's living. Amen. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. But back in, in 2020, I, I went through a serious bout with this thing called COVID. You all heard about that up here, right? <laughs> Amen. But in, 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 walking, in walking through that, there, there are things that I learned through the walk. And, and so there goes my bottled water. Amen. Through the walk. And so I just want to share some of those things with you this morning. Is that all right? Amen. Because it's, it's one thing to walk through something and come out the other side just as dumb as you went in. <laughs> Maybe your pastor talks a little bit nicer to you, but just, just work with me this morning. Amen. But it's, it's horrible to walk through something and be just as dumb on the other side as you were. Supposed to learn some stuff. Hello? I remember when I, when I was growing up, I went through a season where I kept making the same mistakes over and over. Same thing. And I kept, kept expecting a different result. And I kept doing the same thing over and over. And my mother got frustrated with me. And she just looked at me one day and said, are you stuck on stupid? <laughs> and somehow that dislodged, huh? Wherever I was stuck at, somehow the light came on and, and, and I began to get some things. Amen. And so hopefully, I'm praying this morning that you're able to, to get some things today. Amen. To help you go further in the race. Amen. To help you fulfill the plan of God on a greater degree, on a greater plane. Amen. Over in John chapter 14, we're going to start there this morning. Is that for me? I forgot my black one in the room, but that, that kind of matches, don't it? I ain't even preaching hard yet, and y'all got a, got a preacher sweating up here. Amen. But over in John chapter 14, 
verse 27, Jesus says this. I want you to hear what he's saying to us today. He says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And see, when we read scriptures like this, it's easy to go on autopilot and just say, I've heard this before. Huh? And I, I, my, my dad was a pastor, and I grew up in a pastor's home. That's why I'm just a little bit settled. Y'all thought I was going to say crazy, didn't you? <laughs> but anyhow, you know, growing up in the pastor's home, you know, you hear certain things over and over again, and you just want to say, I got that. All right. Can't you do something new? But anyhow, we don't want to miss what Jesus is saying to us as the body. He said, peace, I leave with you. My peace, I leave with you. I have, I have two special times of the year that I love. My birthday, thank you, and Christmas. And you say, now why, why do you love those times of year? Because I get presents. <laughs> don't act like, don't act like you don't like getting stuff. Don't, don't even act like. But I enjoy, you know, when I get gifts, you know, and I get blessed, that kind of way. Not only do I enjoy getting, but I also enjoy giving. And, and so here it is, Jesus has given us his Peace, the same thing that he moved in, the same thing that he operated in, he has given us his peace. Shalom. Amen. And, you know, I, I have family members, you know, when you, you bless them with certain things, uh, sometimes they will use it right away. I tend to be a person that when you give me something, I feel like you gave it to me for me to use. But I have family members who... who get things, and they put it away for a special occasion. <laughs> or for certain times, you know, of the year, for when certain people come over to the house, we'll use it then. There's nobody more special at the house than me. Ain't nobody coming. <laughs> oh, you need to feel special in your house. Nobody needs to feel more special in your house than you. Oh, this is higher than I thought. <laughs> Come on, somebody say, I feel special in my house. Yeah, enough of y'all didn't say it. Come on, say it again. I feel special in my house. Amen. So you ought to be able to pull out that fine china that's been in the closet, china cloth cabinet for 20 years. And for a special occasion, you are a special occasion. Amen. And so, anyway, you know, again, you know, people put things for, away for special occasions, special seasons, but I like using what I get. But peace is one of those things that, that I treat it as a special occasion thing. Hello. I didn't use it as an everyday gift. I just used it for, you know, the special things, the difficult things, the hard questions. Hello. Now, joy, on the other hand, huh, I like everyday joy. Hello. Amen. I like joy on Monday, joy on Tuesday, amen, three times on Wednesday. Hello. All right. 
I like joy. Amen. Over in Romans, you know, it talks about the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but it is righteousness, peace, and joy. Amen. I, I like the joy part. I like that part. Whoo! I know what joy can do. And anytime you, you, you work with something for, for a while, amen, you know how to operate in it. You know how to, how to flow in it. You know how to get it to function. And joy is one of those things that from a little boy, I've always operated in joy. Two extremes, either joy or I'll cuss you out. So, you know, I don't cuss no more, amen. <laughs> On most days, amen. But anyhow, <laughs> some of y'all going to get right with God this morning. So anyway, I learned how, to, how to, to operate in joy. Anybody remember a guy by the name of David? And how there were, David was held up in the cave of Adullam, and his family came down. Huh? Those were in debt. What else? Huh? Distress. Discontented. Messed up people. All in a cave together. But David took those people and taught them how to praise God. And they became a totally different group. Of people. And so I, I got taught how to praise God and how to change circumstances through praise. Amen. I learned how to bring the wall down. Anybody remember the wall, Jerry Cole? Huh? I learned how to bring the wall down. Hello. I know some people don't like joy and shouting and all that noise. Well, leave your wall up then. Your wall ain't coming down, but anyway. <laughs> so I learned how to learn how to operate that. And so yeah, I've seen the the wall, the, the joy bring sickness down, bring finances in, bring furniture in, get my friends off of drugs, get my family safe. I've seen it operate again and again and again. And you want to work with something that works. So I like joy. Don't mess with me about my joy. I'm going to stay saved, but don't mess with me about my joy. It's part of the kingdom. But another part of the kingdom that Jesus said is peace. And he said, my peace, I'm leaving it with you. And I kind of, again, just kind of stuck it underneath the bed, didn't pay it much attention unless it was a special occasion. Just pulled it out every now and then. God, I need to make a decision. Where's the peace at? What, that? what do you want me to do? All right, okay, got it. Put it back under the bed. Let's get back to joy. But going through COVID, I begin to, to learn some lessons about peace. Number one, that peace is with us all the time, just like joy is with us all the time. We are the righteousness of God all the time. It doesn't change. It's what we are. It's what we possess. We possess righteousness. We possess peace. And we possess joy in the Holy Ghost. But so many times we choose to use these things only on special occasions and not as a lifestyle. A lifestyle is just a whole lot better, amen, than on occasion. So let's, let's pull it all out. Let's use it all. Amen. Anyway, I need to talk about peace today. Amen. 
So Jesus left us his peace. Over in Isaiah, chapter 26, I believe that is. I don't have my help on right now. I need to put my help on. Yeah, that's 26. Isaiah 26, verses 3 and 4, says this. God says, I will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. God says, I will keep you in perfect peace. How does that perfect peace come about? By keeping our mind stayed on him. Our part is to keep our mind in the right place. His part is to provide the peace. And so many times we kind of get it mixed up. We try to do God's part. Hello? But again, our part is to keep our mind stayed on him. And he said, I will provide you with perfect peace if you just keep your mind in the right place. No matter the circumstance, no matter what you're going through in life, if we learn to keep our mind in the, per, in, in, in the right place, keep our focus in the right place, we can have peace all the time. All the time. Not on occasion. All the time. God said, I'll give you perfect peace. Just recently, I was in, in Colorado, and, and I was staying with some friends of mine, and I was going to minister at the church on, on Sunday morning, and, and I got up early, woke up early, and so I went down to McDonald's down the street and was just sitting there going over my notes, just kind of preparing my heart for the morning service. And as I was sitting there, I noticed that a man kept looking at me. You know, back in the day, I get mad when people look at me. What you looking at me for? We're going to have a problem. Sitting there looking at me like that. You know, they ain't even said nothing. Hello. And we already got an issue. Aren't y'all glad that I'm saved today? Maybe you're not glad. I'm glad I'm saved. Woo-hoo! I'm glad I'm saved. I'm glad I'm not going to hell. Woo! I'm glad we can get along now. And so I was just sitting there minding my own business. This man kept looking at me, and, and he worked his way over toward me, and he started saying something to me, at me. And, and he was calling me the N-word. And he was saying, get out of here. Get out of here, you. Get out of here. And, and you know, and, and, you know uh, resurrection power started working in me. Amen, because... It's no longer I that lives, but Christ lives in me. But I felt my old man getting up out of the grave. Like, Jesus, you ain't moving fast enough this morning. <laughs> oh, it's funny right now, but it wasn't funny when I was sitting in there. It's just like, woo, chair about to go upside his head or something. We about to have church in the McDonald's today. It's about to go down. Preacher arrested for hitting a man with a chair. So, anyway, you know, he kept saying stuff stuff to me, you know, and just, just doing that. And he walked back and he kept going back and forth. And, and I remembered that Jesus said, 
my peace I leave with you. I remembered that God said he would keep me in perfect peace. If I would keep my mind, whoo, there's the fight right there. If I would keep my mind stayed on him. And the test is, can I keep my mind stayed on him when somebody trash talking me? Whoo, can I keep my mind stayed on him when somebody's calling me out my name? Can I keep my focus? Just because the enemy's talking, can I keep my focus? And so I had to go inside. Amen. The peace is not on the outside. Amen. The peace is on the inside. And if you're looking outside for the peace, you're never going to find it. You got to look inside. He left his peace in us. Peace is on the inside. Whew, I got to hurry up. And so... Uh, as he was uh, calling me, I just, I, I, I entered into that peace. I entered into it. Did you hear me? I wasn't there. That man had disturbed my joy, huh? Resurrected my flesh. Hello? And we about to throw down in the McDonald's. But I entered into the gift God had given to me, that peace. And that peace came on me. Whoo. Just like, come on, just like anger can come on you. Just like hatred can come on you. Come on. That peace can come up in you. And I just sat there. And the more I sat there in peace, the more angry he got. Because he couldn't disturb me. He couldn't disturb me. And I just kept reading and just said, Lord, how do I handle this situation? Because I know this is a devil. I can't beat him out, but can I cast him out? And I just stayed with peace. In a few minutes, he walked away, and then I just, I just walked out. And it's just like, thank you, Lord, for that peace. In the midst of the test, in the midst of the storm, we have different outcomes we operate and we act out of the peace of God. I mean, you know, that could have been a totally different situation. And so I would not be here today. I'd be locked up in jail in Denver, Colorado. And so where I really began to, again, to, to tune in to the peace and pay attention to it on a daily basis is when I was in the hospital with COVID and and. I tried to use the tools that I knew to get out of the sickness. Are you listening to me? I tried to use praise. Try to use joy. Because those have always worked for me. I try to use confession. Because confession always works for me. I try to use praying. Because praying always works for me. And there was no Holy Ghost hookup. You all know what I'm talking about? There was no, 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 no God connection in any of those. And how many of you know when the doctor's telling, coming in telling you, you're going to die? 
If you don't go on the respirator, you're going to die. If you don't do this, you're going to die. Hello. And I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready. Tired of dealing with y'all anyhow. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Death don't scare me. Anyhow. So as I was, as I was laying there, I kept, I kept noticing this peace that kept coming up. And it's just like, no, I don't, I don't want that. I need something that's going to get me out of this hospital. And the peace would come up. When the doctor would come in and say, Mr. Slaughter, you need to do this. And, and I'd look on the inside, and that, that peace would be there. Or when they would say they wanted to give me certain medications, uh, there would be no peace. And I would be like, no, nah, I, I don't feel right about that. So I didn't take the stuff that there was no peace on. And I've never operated like this before. Hello? This is new to me. Joy always gets the job done. Hello? I'm waiting to get to just say, Jesus, just to say, get out of the bed and dance and get your healing. I'm ready to go. Hello? Let, let's do this. Let's do. But there was no jump out of the bed. There was no run around the room. There were no scriptures to quote. Just peace. Hello. I wanted something else. I wanted something that I was familiar with. Anybody besides me go to, to the familiar? Huh? I wanted something familiar in this situation. I never dealt with COVID before. Hello? And so let me, let me do something familiar. Don't be teaching me lessons with something new. Hello? This is serious right now. Don't be trying to teach me now. He had my attention. And so when they said you need to go on the respirator, there was no, no peace in going on the respirator. So I said, we're not going on. We're not going to do that. And my doctor got mad at me. And I thought to myself, when I can get to where I can breathe, you're a lady, but I'm going to punch you in your head. I'm fighting for my life right here. I don't need your attitude. I need to be able to follow my heart. I mean, God has given, me, given us this peace, and it's in these times, the testings in these times are going through, amen, that he uses tools that he's given us. And the tool's not always the same. I'm going to say that again. The tool is not always the same to get, get us out of the circumstance. Amen. Amen. Mary had it right, okay? His mama had it right. She said, whatever he say to you, do it. You want out of your circumstance? Whatever he says to you, do it. Don't be stuck on buckethead mode. I'm probably never going to be invited back again. But anyhow, <laughs> we are stuck in places. Hello. And he's trying to use different things that he's given us. Amen. Things to have victory over Satan. And again, we just gravitate to what we like. 
And what we like is not necessarily the, necessarily the thing that's going to get us out. I like joy and all that, but that was not the thing that brought me out. What brought me out was the peace of God. What brought me out was yielding to the peace of God and following peace through every question, through every circumstance. Just follow the peace. Follow the peace. God, should I go to sleep? Hello? Because I wasn't breathing well, and I, I didn't feel led to go on the respirator. Huh? So when I close my eyes to sleep, I'm not consciously think, thinking, breathe. Who's going to keep me breathing? That peace kept me breathing. I will lay me down and sleep. Huh? In peace. Why? He gives his beloved sweet sleep, peaceful sleep. And it just operated, I just operated in that peace in a difficult circumstance. Never done that before like that. Again, I use it in making some decisions in my life, but I never saw peace as a daily governor just to walk in. Just walk in peace and joy every day and not allowing the enemy to steal my peace. Oh, Lord, I'm trying to get to the scripture, but I think some of you need these illustrations this morning. I, 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 uh, I'm one of those people that had to overcome traffic. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I can lose my peace in traffic. Peace is not something I load up in the car, hello, and say, peace? We're going across town right now. Huh? I don't load it up in the car. Hello. I try to take my joy with me. Hello. <laughs> and, and, and ride across town. But I don't take no peace. Hello. I didn't take peace. I didn't make a conscious effort to focus on peace. And so uh, driving in traffic has been an issue for a brother. And so I'm overcoming. All right, if I'm overcoming in the area, I'm overcoming. Hello, because if you flip me off, <laughs> oh, Jesus. And so I was in, in traffic one day, and I was getting off one interstate onto the other on the exit ramp, you know, going around and stuff, and I was speeding, breaking the law. But a car got behind me and started riding my bumper. Hello. And, I, you know, I look up and I'm like, I'm already so many miles over the speed limit, you know. Okay, let me talk to y'all over here. Cause <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, I'm over the speed limit already. Hello. I'm way, way over where it's reckless driving, okay. We going. It's traffic. I'm in the flow. And they on my bumper. And when we get on the other interstate, hello, the person besides me rides up besides me, and they tell me I'm number one. <laughs> Jesus, it was a white lady. 
<laughs> so that doubled it. <laughs> so, hold up. <laughs> so, what did I do? I got behind her. Just pray for me now. Pray for me. Pray, church. I got behind her. This is a while ago, so I'm better now. But this is a while ago. At least a week ago. But anyhow, <laughs> I got behind her, <laughs> and I started tailgating her. She needed to know how it felt. And so I could see her face in my rearview mirror. She needed to see my black face in her rearview mirror. And I got right up on her bumper, and I had my black face on. And she sped up, and I sped up, and I'm out of time. Thank y'all for being here. And so, you know, we kind of did this thing, and we were going down the highway, and, and I could tell that she was nervous because I wanted her to think I was going to follow her all the way home. You should have never done it. shouldn't start it. You started it, brother going to end it. Here we go. But thank God for the Holy Ghost. Huh? Thank God for that peace. Hello? It just got that on the inside. Philip. You know, and, and so I calmed down, calmed down, hello, and I, and I backed off, and it's just like, Philip, you know better. And I said, well, she had no business flipping me off. You could be helped in your marriage today if you want to be. Oh, it got real quiet. I mean, I hear, I hear a cotton drop in here. You could be helping your marriage today, and I ain't even talking about marriage. Be helping your relationship with your kids today. So the Holy Ghost just called my name, and I knew, all right, back off. So I got to take a test again. Hello. Only this time, it was a guy on a motorcycle. Hello. And same interstate, same exchange. We did almost exactly the same thing again. And he got on the main road, pulled up beside me, and told me I was number one again. And I said, I will take this truck and I'll flip you all over the. <laughs> and on the inside, I heard, that's murder. That... <laughs> God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But he had no business. Flipping me off. And he didn't want to die today. He shouldn't have started it. <laughs> Is it hitting home, sis? <laughs> Did y'all? No, I ain't going to ask you. I was going to ask. Did y'all like that coming to church this morning? Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, you can overcome it. Amen. Because I took the test the third time. It passed. Okay. Oh, no, I thought I'd never get there. But operating in that peace and making daily decisions, just driving down the interstate can rob you of what God has given you. John 10.10 10 says that the thief comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. In those situations, he comes to steal our peace. Like, devil, you can't have my peace. 
You're not going to get my flesh to respond. I respond out of my spirit. The peace of God has been deposited in our spirits. It's in there. It's in there. It's in there. You might have to look for it, but it's in there. <sighs> when you're not accustomed to using something, sometimes you got to look for it a little bit. I know I put this in here. Hello? You ever gone in a woman's pocketbook? I know I dropped that down in there. <laughs> Be like, baby, find that. Please find it. And she goes. All right, let me let y'all go this morning. I want to leave you with this today. It's 10.02. I got time? I got to eat a sausage biscuit in between. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Y'all ain't going to bother my piece. <laughs> Trying to steal my piece, amen. No, I'm going to eat me something, Amen. Some of y'all haven't been so happy in years, and you happy today. Amen. We glad to see happy on your face. Instead of all that attitude. <laughs> y'all doing all right today? I know it's a little bit different from how pastor ministers. <laughs> but you need this. You need this. Amen. You need it. Life gets better operating in peace. It gets so much better knowing, because see, the enemy will tell you when you operate in peace, he'll tell you that you're weak. Tell you that you're not a man. You need to stand up. You need to do something. But what does peace say? And sometimes we really have to just physically stop and ask ourselves, what does the peace of God say in this situation? How, how do I handle this? I had somebody just going totally off on me. And, and it, it rubbed me. I can't tell you how many ways it rubbed me wrong. And I just sat there in the, in the peace. Come on. But the issue wasn't just sitting there in the peace. The issue was afterwards, whenever I saw them. And I wanted to take them up one side, huh, and down the other. And then when I saw them do the thing that they were accusing me of, oh, baby, they're going to get it now, sure enough. But peace is the umpire. And there was no peace about pointing out their fault. And like, you can, you can do it if you want to. But you're not going to get the gratification out of it like you think you are. Come on, Pastor. Come on, Pastor. 
Jesus, let me have a little bit. No, no, no. It's time for you to mature. He's talking to me, okay? I'm not talking to you. He, I'm telling you what he told me. It's time for you to mature. It's time for you to grow up. You've given people the leash, so to speak, long enough in life of dragging you around emotionally. And I'm training you now how not to allow people to take you places emotionally. That's what this piece does. Can I read one more scripture? I know I know it went a little bit longer. And then we'll call it a day. Colossians chapter 3, verse 15 out of the Amplified. It says this. Anybody getting anything today? Anybody being helped uh, a little bit? Anybody glad that you came to church today? Amen. Then that means you'll be in the second service. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Listen to this. It says, let the peace of Christ, the inner calm of the one who walks daily with him, be the controlling factor in your hearts, deciding and settling questions that arise. To this peace, indeed, you were called as members in one body of believers and be thankful to God always. I want to read it just one more time. Let the peace of Christ, the inner calm of the one who walks daily with him, be the controlling factor in your hearts. What is to be the controlling factor? Our anger, our hatred, our disappointment, our remembrance of the past. They did it to me before. They ain't going to do it to me again. What controls us? What, what's controlling us? What controls us? This peace. Let the peace of Christ, the inner calm of the, the one who walks daily, 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 daily. You can't use it if it's under the bed. Hello? It's not just for special occasions. Daily. Somebody say daily. 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 If you got a mouthy husband. <laughs> that's your answer. That's your answer. That's your answer. To daily walk in peace. Daily, stay in your heart. Stay there. Don't let people pull you out. Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't even go there. Where do we go? We go to that place of inner calm. Where's the calm at? Right here. It's right here right here. Go to that place. Go there. Go on. I know you don't want to. I know you like me and you got words for them. Ooh, juicy words. Uh, I'll put it to where you can get it. 
I'll put it to where you won't want to come back no more and start nothing with me. Huh? Because I learned, let me tell you what I learned. When you get into something, somebody, you don't come with your gun, not loaded. And you don't act like Barney Five and had just one bullet. <laughs> Baby, when I come, huh? I come with an arsenal. You think I'm going to run out, and this is what you think he got to be done? Baby, I'm opening another box, like kaboom, kaboom, kaboom. I'm not like that anymore. This place of allowing peace to be the controlling factor in our hearts, deciding, deciding and settling questions that arise. To this peace, indeed, we're called as members in one body, of believers. We're called to peace. Now I say it again, we're called to peace. That's a revelation to some folk in here today. We're called to peace. Blessed are the peacemakers. We're to be peacemakers. Amen. Maybe I'll get into some other things in the second service, but we're called to be peacemakers. If peace is going to come on the scene, it's because we bring it. It's not just going to happen. It's because we bring the peace. It's in you. Man, take it out and use it. It's like having a bank account with billions of dollars in it. And like, I ain't never looked at it like that before. Me before but you just the more you use it the better you get at it and you come to this place to where you find out you're healthier you think clearer and life just becomes better on every level people that you thought you'd never get along with <laughs> I could stay right here for a while today we can go another another hour and just talk about people who are difficult. Some people pride themselves in being difficult. But it's nothing like watching them break down. The peace of God will break them down. It'll break it'll break them. Like, how do you know? It broke me down. Father, we thank you so much today.